0: You're listening to the American Girl Podcast
1: Network. Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Sydney. And this is the American Girl Fan Club. So Kristen, what was your aging moment of this week? Well, as I'm starting to go through my doll clothes, dolls, and everything setting up, I'm reorganizing my dollhouse. And while I was organizing, I'm like totally getting into it all of my dolls started tumbling down from the top of my dollhouse, falling over. (laughs) And I just know that's such a relatable moment for so many doll collectors is when the doll comes crashing down. I know it's like for people who have big dollhouses or people Mm -hmm. who are taking photos of dolls and the doll falls down, like... All bets are off. <laughs> oh, it is so definitely true. a major crisis moment. Yeah, for a doll no, collector. I am.
0: Um, I didn't even have a dollhouse growing up. I just had a shelf where all of my dolls resided, and as I would add to my collection, it would be like, who Who's going to fall off next? And I would try to push them more and more onto the shelf. It's like every time I opened a drawer, it would just like all domino topple over. Yeah, so. the
1: domino effect. Literally, balancing dolls is a science. guys. It is it's a science, completely that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was your AG moment of the week?
0: Well, Kristen, every once in a while I go through my AG trading card albums, which were my favorite parts of American Girl. I love the illustrations and I don't know, they're they're gorgeous. So I go through them just to kind of comfort myself when I'm feeling a little down. And I noticed that apart from missing a few kit trading cards, which I know are kind of rare... I have one Samantha card that is missing. It is Samantha's number two from 1998. And I just, I don't know what to do with them myself. I uh, I feel like I need to go on this summer scavenger hunt this year and find it somewhere from someone. So if you know anyone or if anyone's listening who has that card, I will be so
1: happy to trade you yes. for it. <laughs> Let's find her this card. Thank you. Um, did you ever collect the, the trading cards? I never did. I started collecting other cards from other like movies and things like mm-hmm. that, but I never got the American Girl ones. Aww. I kind of think I should start collecting them, though. You should. They're absolutely wonderful.
0: Well, today we have a very special episode. We are so thrilled to dig into all things Corinne Tan. We've already received a lot of comments
1: asking for this episode, and we're just really happy that it's finally here. I know I've gotten so many comments asking for Corinne too. For you listening at home, if you don't know, we're referring to American Girls 2022 Girl of the Year, Corinne Tan.
0: Yes. So Corinne is really fun. I love her story. And I think you will too, especially if you love snowy, outdoor adventures, and you know, who, who does it. She loves growing up with her Chinese American family and new stepdad in
1: Aspen, Colorado. I really like Corinne because she's a huge advocate for family, kindness, and respect.
0: Yeah. Like one of my favorite things about Corinne on the design side of things is that AG created a new face mold, especially for her. And I remember when I opened her box and saw her for the first time, I let out like this happy squeal that could be heard, I'm sure all around the house. And I'm just always excited for a new face mold because I think they're so character specific and make that doll in her story feel all the more special and significant.
1: I completely agree. I love it when American Girl makes new face molds. One face does not fit everyone in the world. So I think the representation for all different people, is. it makes me feel more. I Like, I can be represented too. So I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, Kristen, we
0: received some very exciting news earlier this year that American Girl is creating a movie for Corinne. And what's even more exciting is that we have the chance to sit down with two actresses who are playing Corinne and Gwen in this film.
1: And these girls are actually sisters. Mia Check is the 15 year old actress playing Corinne in the new American Girl movie. She was in CBS's Hawaii 50, FX's American Horror Story, and Netflix's Always Be My Maybe.
0: And Kai Check, who's 11, plays Corinne's on screen sister, Gwynne. She has been in the movies Marvelous and The Black Hole and The Longest Sleep. I'm so excited to meet them and hear about their experience playing Gwynne and Corinne in the upcoming film and also the role AG has played in their lives. Welcome, Mia and Kai, to the show. Thank you so much for being here, you two. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, Mia and Kai, are you both American Girl fans? Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, um, we have an older sister, and so we kind of grew up um, getting the American Girls, and then eventually they all ended up down the line to her.
0: (laughs) Do you remember who your first dolls were? Kai, do you want to go first?
2: Well,
3: my first doll was actually Gwen because I always got hand-me-downs and I didn't actually, I don't think I ever got an American Girl that was like mine, not a (laughs) hand-me-down. So I think Gwen was my first American Girl doll.
0: Perfect. And
2: how about you, Mia? Yeah, I believe my first American Girl was Ivy. Um, I was so impressed to see an American Girl doll who looked like me. And then I also
1: got Jess because that was a hand-me-down for my older sister. (laughs) So what is your favorite part about American Girl? Is it the books, the dolls, the pets? Kai, go ahead.
3: I definitely like the pets. I also like the um, dolls because I like that you can dress them up. In the mornings, I put Gwen in her clothes. And then in the night, I put her in her pajamas. And then I put her to bed. So (laughs) and the pets, the pets are amazing. I love Flurry. And all the animals are super fun
1: what about you Mia?
2: I, for me, I really love that they all have different stories. Um, and like, I am a big reader and I always have been. And I remember just like always reading the American Girl books and really just feeling like I was like sucked into their stories and almost going through it with them. And they were relatable as well. They were relatable and they felt, they felt like they were real people. Like I was, friends with these with these characters. And I was just going through the stories with them.
0: Yeah, I, I completely relate to that as well. I read all of the historical books growing up and each each character was certainly Um, a friend of mine in my head. So I feel you on that one. Um, Let's talk about Corinne. She's the 2022 Girl of the Year doll. And I just love her story. Um, We have also gotten a bunch of requests to talk about her on the show from our listeners. So it could be more perfect that you two are here to help us with that. Um, (laughs) Mia and Kai, did you read Corinne's books?
3: Yes, I love reading the books. I haven't gotten to the second one yet. I'm still on the first one, (laughs) but I always read like a chapter of the book before I go to bed because it's a really good book. Actually, I really love it.
2: Yeah, when they gave us like the production, they they gave us the dolls and with Corinne came the book and I read it and I was like, wow, this sounds like the script. (laughs) And it was also nice. So I get kind of like a, a little reference as to how she might be feeling in a certain scene. And it was good to like have read that before going into production. That way I could sort of prep myself for being Corinne.
1: Awesome. Kaid. what do you think that you have most in common with Gwen?
3: Well, I'm not amazing at snowboarding, but (laughs) I really like that Gwen really likes to snowboard because when um, we were filming, my first time snowboarding was actually like, when we were prepping (laughs) and it was really fun. And I had a really good time getting to like, I didn't actually snowboard, but I had a really good time getting to be on the snowboard and kind of cheating it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you'd want to learn to snowboard now?
3: Yes, for sure. It's really fun. Oh, and Flurry also, um, my whole life, I've always wanted a golden retriever, my whole entire life. And in the movie, Flurry is a golden retriever And I had so much fun getting to play with the dogs. It was so much fun. I think that was another part that I really liked.
0: How many different dogs are playing Flurry in the movie? Two. Two. What are their names?
3: Fish and Seven. (laughs) Aw. I know. They're so cute.
0: Mia, um, what part of Corinne's story do you relate to the most? Do you see yourself sharing any similar struggles or experiences? Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I certainly think that every kid growing up in, you know, a 13 year old's uh, age and stage of life, they're all, I think that we can all remember a time where we were sort of trying to find our place and really were uncertain about where we would fit. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I really related to with Corinne because I remember feeling that way. And I still kind of feel that way sometimes because I'm, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a person. And she just, she had a way of, you know, sort of, you see that change, like from her going to uncertainty by the end of the film being in a place where she felt comfortable and knowing that she was her. And that was incredible. And I also relate to, the Chinese um, and Asian American heritage part of the story mm-hmm. I feel like that is for me at least it's so important to represent those stories because you don't see them in a lot of like mainstream really just showing how like the cuisine and the culture of it all and that was something that I really was like I related to because it reminded me of my somewhat of my life at home um yeah the dogs are great. <laughs> Um, yeah, Corinne and I both love dogs. We love the snow and it's funny because I actually knew how to snowboard, uh, previously, but Corinne is a skier. And so I was like, I could teach her how to snowboard. I just don't know how to ski. <laughs> was that
0: was an actually interesting... pretty fun? Oh, good. I, I was wondering if, was that an interesting curve for you to learn how to ski or at least kind of get that vibe going instead of snowboarding?
2: Yeah, it was definitely nice to be able to move both of my legs. Because mm-hmm. um, when a snowboard, you're stuck. You can't move both of your legs. You're like waddling. And it was a, a very different process to learning. And it was really fun because my instructor guy, he was like, it's probably easier to go from snowboarding to skiing because then you're like relieved to have mobility rather than being mobile and then stuck. <laughs>
1: I was wondering, what's your experience filming the movie, uh, Mia? If you'd like to go first.
2: Yeah, well, I it was an incredible experience. I mean, I have I've been on uh, various sets before, and Corinne was by far like one of the most comfortable. And we everybody, even the crew, had such a like family dynamic. Like we hadn't just met a couple weeks before; we had like worked with each other, and it was. It was so nice to come to set every day and be greeted with like a positive energy because I mean, us two, we were on set almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And they're long hours, but it was like always so much fun. And plus, we were together. So <laughs> we got to do a lot of our scenes together. Um, and everyone else on the cast was just incredible. Angela was an incredible director, and she is just she was so fantastic. She would have she would let us have fun with the scenes and just kind of love us go free with the script and yeah we had a lot of fun didn't we yeah
0: oh that's amazing um i i noticed of course you two are sisters and i'm wondering if you two have ever worked on a project before playing sisters before this movie
3: no we have never this is our first time and it was really really fun getting to do it because it made it feel more like comfortable Mm -hmm. like where the scenes where i'm kind of bonding with Corinne, it's kind of easier to be with your sister while doing it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I <can> imagine. <laughs> yeah, you she's done a couple of like small um like cameos on some of the sets that I've been on, but we've mm-hmm. never been able to actually play sisters. Um and that is something that's really special because surprisingly enough it doesn't happen very often in the industry where you're actually playing sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super fun because My mom even was telling me that she has like this moment of us being where we are in life. She has it captured in in, forever. I mean, it's and it's so much fun because we were on set and we would like in between scenes, we were dancing and we were just like having a good time, like laughing and being silly.
0: In a sense, it's like this whole film is a bit of like a a home movie reel for your family. (laughs) So, as sisters, what similarities or differences do you have in common with Corinne and Gwen's relationship?
2: Um, I think they're pretty similar, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Except that I'm the one who likes K-pop. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> I'm the one who says a lot of the things that Gwen says, but she definitely has like the energy and the childlike um, innocence and playfulness mm-hmm. of Gwen and. Yeah, I feel like I was I was a little bit jealous when she got to learn the K-pop dance stuff <laughs> and the figure skating stuff because I was like, oh, I want to do it so bad. Yeah.
0: Well, a lot of American Girl stories are set in different time periods throughout history. But as we know, Corinne and Gwen's story is set in today's time. Mia, why do you think it's so important to bring Corinne's story to American Girl's audience today?
2: I think, especially in the recent years with um, the COVID-19 pandemic, people of the Asian American heritage have experienced a lot of discrimination and a lot of I hate to use this word, but hate. It is really, it is toxic, it's really terrible. And I'm so impressed and just really proud and honored to be a part of it because we're putting something, a subject that said in this year, where we've already gone through the pandemic and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And we're taking that and we're putting it through a young Asian American teen's eyes and setting that out onto the screen. I feel like that's so important to me because I want other young girls growing up in this time who look like me, who have um, an ethnic background such as mine or even hers to look up at the screen and be like, wow, I relate to that. And I understand, like, I see things that are like my family at home. And I feel like when you're represented in a film or in Any sort of media, it's sort of like being put in the American story. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I found just really incredible. And even the book touched on that as well. The book touched on even being within like the pandemic times. And that was something that I was so impressed to see just it even being talked about. Because it was just, it feels like it's been slightly ignored in Mm -hmm. some of the recent media, even afterwards, because it's like, we just want to forget it, don't talk about it. But this was just, this is important. It's important to talk about. And it's important to bring a level of reality into these movies and films that are sort of like an escape for everybody.
1: No, absolutely. Representation is very, very important. I think it's such a great thing that American Girl is like creating such a story like this and definitely putting it out there into the media. Uh, Mia and Kai, what do you think it means to be an American Girl?
2: I think it's really special That's for sure. (laughs) Um, For me personally, what it means is being yourself and owning whatever heritage you may have. And whatever story is yours, it's no one else's and that's unique to you. And I feel like you should be very proud of that because you're just being a person. You're someone who is unique and different just by being here on this earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're being a part of the American story. And it's really interesting to me because being an American girl means that I am able to put stories out there that other people can relate to and hopefully make stories of their own.
1: What do you both think uh, viewers would l- love most about the American Girl Corintan movie?
2: I think the audience will definitely like the gorgeous scenery we shot in Alberta. Um, we shot in Calgary and we shot at this beautiful ski resort. And um, I remember seeing some of the shots and there's like these gorgeous, like snow covered mountains in the back, with, like all these trees. Um, I certainly think that everybody will love the dogs. I think the dogs were really the star of the show and not us. <laughs> because anytime those dogs were in the scene, we'd finish and everybody would come up to pet seven and fish. Um, but yeah, I think that. Real American Girl fans will really appreciate the attention to detail that our costume team, our props team, like our production team had to even just the costume. Corinne's skis and Gwen's skate or snowboard were like made to look exactly like the dolls. But it was so impressive. And I feel like that will be very much appreciated when you see those things and you you feel like you're like watching an American Girl come to life.
1: I think that's one overarching thing that American Girl is really strong with, and that's details. (laughs) Is there any fun surprises in store in the movie?
2: There are definitely a couple Easter eggs. Um, You (laughs) just have to look for them and maybe do a little bit of background research if you can. (laughs) Um, But there are little bits and pieces and there are a couple surprises, um, a couple plot twists, but... You're just going to have to watch the film to find out about those.
0: (laughs) What were uh, both of your favorite moments um, when filming the movie?
2: I definitely
3: liked filming with the dogs, obviously. Mm -hmm. I really liked being in the there's like scenes where I'm in the snow cave. And even though in those scenes, I'm really emotional. I was actually having a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a lot of fun getting to be in the snow cave. And then Flory digging me out.
2: I think that was one of my favorites. Yeah, I think my favorite scenes were a lot of like the um, the scenes where Judy, played by Michelle Khrushchev, um, is like cooking for Corinne and Gwen and um, Arnie. And that w- those scenes were really comforting for me because it reminds me of like when my own mom would like cook for us and seeing also like the Chinese cuisine and like the cultural food <laughs> in those scenes was just something that I really loved. And we got to eat some of it. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <so laughs> the good. best. It was really good. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> well, we're wondering finally um, where can audiences follow you to learn more about the movie?
2: Yes. So you can follow both of us on Instagram at uh, just our names. Mine mm-hmm. is M I Y A C E C H. That's Mia Check. This hers is um, Ka- Kai Marie. No, it's Kai Chek. Kai Check, K A I C E C H. We're both on Instagram. Twitter, um, the same handles for all of them. I'm on TikTok. I don't do much, but I'm on there. <laughs> and yeah, um, we'll be posting more movie content hopefully very soon. Awesome. Perfect.
0: Well, everyone listening, you can also stay up to date with all things Corinne by going to americangirl.com. Thank you both
1: so much for joining us today. You've been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> That was such an incredible interview. Mia and Kai were the sweetest, and I love how much Corinne and Gwen's stories resonated with them. Sydney, what was your favorite moment?
0: There were a couple things that really stood out to me in this interview. I loved hearing Mia speak so thoughtfully on representation and finally feeling seen in Corinne's story, which makes it all the more special that she gets to actually be Corinne in this film. And I also loved hearing Mia mention that like, the costume design team went through so much to make each piece in the film feel authentic to Corinne's collection. That's the kind of detail that I loved looking at as a kid and seeing if the films actually recreated like the miniature items in like Felicity or Molly or Kit's collection. So it meant a lot to me that they were doing that. Kristen, what was one of your favorite moments?
1: I completely agree. I think my one of favorite moments was really seeing Mia feel so connected mm-hmm. uh, and represented through these dolls. It was just such a beautiful thing to see. I also absolutely just love their sister connection. Mm -hmm. And they're almost exactly what I imagined Corinne and Gwen would be like when I was reading these stories. Kai was just such a ball of energy and so happy and that just totally resonated as Gwen to me and it was perfect. I'm so excited to see them in this film.
0: Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing how their relationship kind of comes through on screen. I don't think I've ever seen a film that has like real sisters or real siblings together. So it'll be really fun. And we have a wonderful voicemail from someone in our community who can speak to the importance of a character like Corinne, especially for someone extra special in her own life.
1: Let's take a listen. At the tone,
0: please record your message. Hi, this is Bonnie. My sister gave birth to her first daughter, Madison, this year. Madison is half Taiwanese. Having grown up with American Girl Dolls, my sister and I were so excited to share the beautiful narratives of brave girls with Madison. Our enthusiasm redoubled when, in the year Madison was born, Corinne was released. We can give Madison a girl who looks like her, who can help her navigate the ugliness of anti-Asian hate, and who can inspire her to rise above it all to the mountain peak and ski back down with grace.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to American Girl Fan Club. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get podcasts. It really helps us out.
0: If you're 18 and older, you can also give us a call at 206-395-6096 to share your favorite American Girl stories on our voicemail. And we might share them on the show. While you're at it, check out
1: my Instagram at 5 cockatiel And my Instagram at ag underscore for all ages. And don't be afraid to DM us. You can follow American Girl on Instagram at American Girl Brand for more updates on your favorite dolls, books, and of course, the shows on the American Girl Podcast Network.